Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Kirk Morrison coming up uh, again at the bottom of the hour from Vegas. He's doing something cool with Lowe's Home Improvement uh, and helping out the less fortunate in Sin City, Las Vegas. Uh, We've been chatting a little bit about Chip Kelly leaving UCLA to become the Ohio State Offensive Coordinator. Again, he was the head coach at UCLA. Tells you everything you need to know there. And kind of the reason why we brought that up was because he was a option, and last Friday, everybody was a buzz. Oh, the chipster could be coming here. Let me tell you, I, I told you that day, I didn't want Chip Kelly. I didn't want Chip Kelly. Whatever Cliff Kingsbury is, Cliff Kingsbury is a, a hundred times more my choice than Chip Kelly. Now, maybe Chip Kelly wasn't a serious candidate after all. Maybe that was just smoke. Maybe that was just agent talk. I don't know. It was reported, though, nationally. I wanted nothing to do with Chip Kelly. Again, he doesn't value time of possession. He doesn't value anything to help the defense. He is Grant Paulson Jr., Bleep the defense, try and score as many points as you can, and worry about nothing else. I wanted nothing to do with Chip Kelly here. Whether Cliff Kingsbury is the right guy, I don't know. But you know what? If Dan Quinn and if Adam Peters seriously considered Chip Kelly, if, we don't know, if they did, If they met with him, we don't know. Or if they said, nah, that's not our guy. No thanks, not interested. Even though he interviewed for the Raiders job a couple of times, the Seattle job, another job, I can't remember exactly who he met with. Even if he, doesn't matter. No thanks. For whatever reason, they didn't want to be on the Chipmobile. Thank you. Thank you, Dan Quinn. Thank you, Adam Peters. Thank you to whoever made that decision. If there was a decision to be made. And I suppose there was. I mean, certainly there was a decision to be made 
to say, no, Cliff Kingsbury is our guy. I had told you that Kellen Moore and Clint Kubiak, who's going to be coaching in the Super Bowl this Sunday for Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers, were two chief options before they got other jobs, before Dan Quinn was even officially in the fold with the Washington Commanders. Kubiak to the New Orleans Saints. And Kellen Moore in division with the Philadelphia Eagles. So they weren't options anymore by the time Dan Quinn officially got the job. So he moved on to Kingsbury. Again, was it Kingsbury versus Chip Kelly? I don't know. Brian Johnson, who we said, oh, it's kind of weird that, you know, they they just kind of they threw that name out there last Saturday. And then by Sunday night, they had Kingsbury in the fold after he had pulled out of Vegas. Well, then Brian Johnson gets added to the staff. So it's like they have two offensive coordinators for the price of one. Well, not for the price of one, but two offensive coordinators joining the staff, both who have playing, calling experience, and both who were essentially vying for the job. Kingsbury got it. Johnson gets added to an undetermined role. We asked Dan Quinn about it. He, you know, didn't confirm it, but it looks like it's going to happen. It hasn't been officially announced by the team yet, but it looks like it's going to happen. And they also kept their quarterbacks coach, Tavita Pritchard, from last year, who was brought in from Stanford by who? Eric Bieniemy. That was a little bit of a surprise to me last night. Uh, I think Nikki Javala was first on that. Tavita Pritchard was brought in by Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is no longer here. Dan Quinn told us that on Monday. Tavita Pritchard is staying, barring some sort of breakdown at the last second here. They think very highly of Tavita Pritchard. Now, again... Maybe that's Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know. Maybe that's just how smart and how much they he wowed them in, in an interview. I, I, again, don't know. I mean, that was the buzz. But interesting how this staff is taking shape. So right now you have Kingsbury. You have Tavita Pritchard, who, again, was the quarterback's coach. Last year, and you say, wow, you know, I mean, look at Sam Howell. He did, boy, he was uneven at best, right? So how good of a coach can Tavita Pritchard be? See, this is why this show exists. To point out the fallacies, the narratives, the false narratives that people have. I don't know Tavita Pritchard from a hole in the wall. Never met him. Didn't talk to him once last year. I was only around during the offseason. They were only available on one day, and I was out of town. So I don't know Tavita Pritchard at all, period. They say he's a great young mind, this, that, and the other thing. Fine. I hope so. And obviously, they were impressed by keeping him. But I don't know Tavita Pritchard at all. But for those of you that might be, and I, I haven't seen this, but I know how this game is played. Well, how good of a how good of an offensive coach could he be? How good of a quarterback guru can he? How good of a quarterback coach can he be? 
if Sam Howell struggled last year. If Sam Howell was uneven, up and down last year. Of course, they forget that Jacoby Brissett came in and played very well. But they mostly look at Sam Howell, which is fine. Started all 17 games. Guys, again, just because your record is 43 and 42, just because your record or your quarterback has big, big swings of performance, just because of one set of data does not mean you're not a good football coach. Does not mean that you are a bad football player if you have a rough year. Right? Just like if you have one great year doesn't make you a great football player. What do you do the next year, the next year, the next year, the year after that? So, again, I continuously remind you to not judge anyone by one set of data. I don't want to be judged by one set of data. You don't want to be judged. You know, like if you're a salesman, right? I understand how the game works. You're supposed to sell. Right? Whatever you're selling, you're supposed to sell. Sometimes, because of the economy, because of the month, because of the time of the year, because of various factors that are out of your control, you don't sell as much as the next guy or as you did the previous month or the previous quarter or the previous year. Does that mean you're a bad salesman? Yeah, could be an indicator that you're doing something wrong that needs to be fixed or needs to be improved. I'm totally down with that. But the blanket narrative that you're really good or really bad based on one set of data is just absurd. So here's what I'm trying to sum up for you. Tavita Pritchard, again, I'm sure he's very smart. I'm sure he's really shrewd working with quarterbacks. Apparently he blew... Away Cliff Kingsbury and Dan Quinn. That's great. Let's see. Let's see if whoever the quarterback is here next year, whoever's with Sam Howell, let's see what Tavita Pritchard can do. But it doesn't mean that he's a bad coach because Sam Howell struggled at times last year and struggled significantly down the stretch. It also doesn't mean he's a great coach If they draft the number two overall pick this year and he goes on to have a C.J. Stroud type season. Right? I mean, Kingsbury obviously will get a lot of that credit, but shouldn't Tavita Pritchard? Maybe should Brian Johnson? I mean, they should all get credit. But that doesn't mean they're all great coaches. Just like if the number two pick comes in and kind of plays like Bryce Young did last year. That doesn't mean they're bad coaches. Stop judging everything, the point being, by one set of data. By one thing that's easy to latch on to. Be open-minded. And let's see where we go. The reason why I'm anti-Chip Kelly is I've got a lot of data that suggests, yes, he's an innovative offensive mind. 
I've also got a lot of innovative data or a lot of data that suggests he doesn't give a blank about anybody but himself and his scheme. And that's not how you win football games. You didn't see UCLA stopping him, right? To go in conference to take a demotion in the middle of February. You didn't see that, did you? Oh, okay. I mean, again, these are the things that have to be pointed out. Whether you like them, you don't like them, they have to be pointed out. All right, let me give you a couple more numbers before we take a quick timeout on the Super Bowl and why I like the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen. The Chiefs are going to give up some yards on the ground if Kyle Shanahan runs Christian McCaffrey, let's just call it 20 times. The question is going to be whether Christian McCaffrey breaks off a 25-yard run, a 30-yard run, a 35-yard run, a 40-yard run, breaks a bunch of tackles, goes in for a score like he did against Green Bay. I think that was, again, 41 yards out, if memory serves me correct, middle of the field. You can give up 100 yards to Christian McCaffrey. And whatever the dopey EPA per play, whatever nonsense that I gave you earlier that everybody likes to throw around as the end-all, be-all Bible, whatever that says, that might be good, that might not be good. Probably not good. But you can give up 100 yards to Christian McCaffrey if he carries the ball, let's just say, 22 times. That's you know almost five yards per carry, but not quite. About 4.6, 4.7. You know what you can't do? Give up a three-play drive in which Christian McCaffrey gets the ball, gets the, totes the rock at the Kansas City 45-yard line, breaks two tackles or makes two guys miss, and runs to daylight and scores a 45- or 50-yard touchdown. That's what you can't do. If the Chiefs do that, they're they're baked. Because if the 49ers can run and run with explosiveness, that's the one area that the Chiefs probably can't counter. But if the Chiefs can tackle, if the Chiefs can control, if the Chiefs can contain, you can give up 100 yards. You can give up 105 yards. You can give up 110 yards. If it's four and a half yards a clip, no big deal. I mean, obviously, it can't be four and a half yards every play, though. And it wouldn't be. But it's not the four and a half yards. It's not the EPA per play. It's the how do we stop Christian McCaffrey from going bonkers? And yes, the 49ers have other weapons. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. I understand they have more than one way to hurt you. That's why they're the 49ers. That's why they're so good. But if you don't allow Christian McCaffrey to break your back, I think then the Chiefs have the secondary to at least sort of, barring a major coverage bust or a slip on the turf, or a collision, 
I think then the Chiefs have the secondary and the pass defense, along with the pass rush, to get to Purdy, to get to the 49er offensive line, to keep those guys from, again, turning a 10-yard slant into a 60-yard runaway catch and slant, you know, slant and catch and run. That's the whole key. Right there in a nutshell. You can, again, break out any stat you want. Any stat you want. But you cannot allow Christian McCaffrey to make huge plays. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Let's get to Cliff uh, right here on the Team 980 uh, and this football Friday. What up, Cliffy? How are you? Ah, just for old time's sake, even though the season's over. <laughs> um, um, how dare you? I understand. I'm glad, too, though, that uh, Chip Kelly didn't come to Washington, but but how did you give a pass? Well, well, maybe uh, you didn't give a pass on this, uh, this quarterback. Maybe you didn't give him a pass, but how could you say, I understand you don't know him just like I don't know him from a can of paint. Um, how could you badmouth Earth the enemy, but not badmouth this quarterback's guy that's supposed to be here? Wait, 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 slow down, slow down, Cliff. How did I badmouth Eric the enemy? Because all before he left the building, all I heard was Earth this, Earth that, the enemy this, the enemy that, but we didn't hear nothing bad about that quarterback coach wait, until wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. Did you hear from me that Eric the enemy? over and over again, should be interviewed for the head coaching job, earned it, deserved it, should be a candidate for the head coaching job. And if they hire a defensive coach, there should be, could be, a possibility that he stays as the offensive coordinator and assistant head coach. Did you not hear that from I me? Did, I did hear that. Consistently. But I was saying, when you were saying that um, Sam Howell failed, part of it was, I felt like part of it was blamed because of Eric Benry, but Eric Benry was dealt a raw hand by Coach Centric, a.k.a. Ron Rivera. No, okay. He knew that uh, here's, he knew that here's the deal. Back. I didn't just mention Eric Bieniemy when I was talking about Tavita Pritchard because Eric Bieniemy is no longer here. What I was simply saying was fans are going to say, oh, how smart can Tavita Pritchard be? How good of a coach can he be when Sam Howell was a mess? And my point being, and this is the same point for every coach on planet Earth, okay, you should not be judged by one set of data. Eric Bieniemy is not a bad coach because his team, the team, went 4-13 and and because they didn't dramatically improve and because Sam Howell struggled. It is part of the yeah. equation, whether you like it, you don't like it, you don't, whatever. It is part of the equation, but he shouldn't be judged solely for that is my point. I know it's part of the equation. I understand that. It's part of the equation, true. He, I felt like Irk was dealt a bad hand. And as far as the Super Bowl, <laughs> now Shanahan's legacy not not in danger, but he needs to win one because – like certain teams not winning Super Bowls, Super Bowl wins are not coming too fast. And I keep saying not to bet against Mahomes, like um, what's name say, but something in my gut keeps telling me that um, that San Fran is going to win. Purdy is going to surprise everybody, which I hope he does, and I sit back and listen. All right, Cliff, thank you. I, I, listen, I like Brock Purdy. I mean, at one point this year, I said Brock Purdy should be the MVP. I like Brock Purdy. It is absolutely, like, if you watch the 49ers going back to last year, and I know where he's coming from, kids. He's inconsistent. 
There are large stretches of games. I don't care what his overall numbers tell you over the course of a 17-game season and two playoff games. People that use that have no nuance and no context. You heard what Gary Meyer said. Of course, look, recency. How he's playing now. I'm telling you, Brock Purdy overall has put up great numbers. But there are games and there are stretches, and we've seen them in both playoff years, where he is wretched for a long stretch of time. And if he's like that against a very good defense and against Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Mr. Taylor Swift, they're going to be in trouble on Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday right here, of course, on the Team 980, beginning at 2 o'clock via Westwood One and the Odyssey app. All of our Super Bowl coverage uh, this week is brought to you by our friends at Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. Back in a flash on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. would help if I turn on my mind. Sweet dreams are made of these. Turn on your mic, you dumb, stupid bastard. Everyone wants to be. Anyway, um, I saw Kirk Cousins a little bit uh, ago on NFL Network. Did you see Kirk Cousins breaking out the uh, dance on stage last night at NFL Honors? I did not watch NFL Honors. I, I, I really don't care. Uh, it's an awards show that eh, it's just a bunch. It's a bunch of hobnobbing. And I will say it's important. Put respect on the name. It's Kirk Thuggins when he's dancing and has a shirt off. <laughs> but he no, he, I don't think he had a shirt off. The video that I saw standing. Um, I know there was a lot of other guys around him that had their shirts yeah, off. So yes. he was in full Kirk Thuggins mode. Uh, standing put it out. I retweeted it and tagged it. Not bad for a guy coming off of a blown Achilles. No, right? not at all. Uh, and by the way, Kirk Cousins is a free agent. And Kirk Cousins has dropped a couple of hints that he wouldn't necessarily mind coming back to Washington. You like that? You like that? I would love that. I'd get my guy back. Could you imagine if Dan Quinn and Adam Peters go out and sign Kirk Cousins to a two-year contract Eighty million. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. What, what was that, Kirky? You know, I got Chris standing here. Hi, buddy. How are you? 
Would you go back to being a beat reporter, give up the normal I so might. you could go back and hang out with Kirk I on might. a daily basis? I might. That's a good, that's a good question. That's a, you know, it's a damn good question. And I was thinking to myself as I was listening to Sheehan talk to Ben Standig on my way in, and I was, I, I was thinking the exact opposite of what you just asked. Damn, am I thrilled that I'm no longer on that beat. And I, I can't tell you how crazy and chaotic my life is just as a talk show host. I can't imagine being on that beat anymore just from the standpoint of this. I, like, Sheehan was asking, hey, is there any chance that Nate Katzer is coming back, the special teams coordinator who actually spanned the last year of Jay Gruden and all four years of Ron Rivera? And, you know, how, like, what about the offensive line coach? Who's that going to be? Well, you know, like we had the report that Dallas blocked Lunda Wells, the tight ends coach in Dallas, who they were trying to make the offensive line coach here. And and Ben did fine answering it. It's such an awkward and uncomfortable thing when people want to know the answers to things that there's just no way you could have the answers to until it happens. 301-230-0980. Coming up, Kirk Morrison. But first, our buddy Sean in Cincinnati. What up, Sean? How are you? I'm good, Chris. Thanks. Uh, just wanted to call and give my uh, two cents on the new uh, special teams coordinator. Um, I really don't know much about him, but I've seen the staff. I think, what, they're 5-4-4, four, four, the top 10 the last three years, whatever it was. Um, and so I'll, I'll gladly take that. I wasn't, like... I probably would have been fine with Nate Katz, but at the same time, would have been like, oh, okay. Um, but I think it's good that they're bringing in someone new. I know he was; he seems to be well-liked. I saw Jeremy Reeves tweet about it last night or something to try to – in hopes that he would stay. Um, but I just think it's 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 just ref- – I, like, I keep saying the same things over and over again, but it's just yep. so refreshing having people who – and, and it, I, I'm going to say it this way, actually. If you look at the Seahawks – I was a big fan of Mike McDonald, and I really wanted him. Have the Seahawks signed a single coach yet? Like, it's, Dan Quinn, what, he, was, he was hired the day after Mike McDonald, and he seems like he, he has almost his entire staff done. Has Mike, like, and obviously I could be wrong because I don't pay attention to the Seahawks that heavily, but I haven't seen anything, and I keep hearing, I keep seeing people on Twitter making fun of them um, because he hasn't signed anyone. And so I thought, I just think that's pretty telling um, to where these two guys are at in their careers. And I honestly think um, the more, the longer time this, this hire, like the more time we have to sit with this Dan Quinn hire and learn about him and see what he does and see his decision-making, I just think we're going to continue to like it more and more. I really, I have no idea what's going to translate on the field, but it just seems like when you have professional adults who aren't putting spoiled milk and ice cream in each other's offices because they don't like what they're doing, then maybe, just maybe, we can have a good football team and focus on the field for once. But just to finish up, like I said, it's just, it, 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 it really and truly does seem like a new age of Washington football, and I couldn't be more excited. Um, I, I, I'm really looking forward to the combine and then to see where what guys we get. I know it's so far away, but since our season was over, what, like by week 15 or whatever it was, I've been already feel like I've been looking towards the draft for months now. But just to end off, really excited, really refreshing. Feels like a breath of fresh air, weight off my shoulders. 
because there's smart adults I can actually have full trust and faith in that are running this team. So I, I couldn't be exci- more excited. I couldn't be happier. And it just feels good to have a chance and to not have a team bogged down by the worst owner in sports history. Thanks, I'm with you. Chris. Have a great day. I'm with you. Thanks, Sean. Good to hear from you. As always, enjoy the weekend in Cincinnati. Have some Skyline Chili on a hot dog or something, some spaghetti thrown into the mix there. Yeah, we do have breaking news right here, right now. Why don't we do it on the trending alert? And then um, we'll be joined by Kirk Morrison, former NFL linebacker uh, with Raiders and a couple of teams, longtime NFL and college football analyst. Uh, he'll also uh, be with us as well, Caroline um, Blakely who is the uh, a D.C. native, president, and CEO of Rebuilding Together uh, at the Super Bowl. They will join us next, and we'll obviously talk about some of this stuff, but let's get the breaking news for you right here, right now, on the Team 980. We were just mentioning our pal Ben Standing of The Athletic and here, Odyssey, D.C., at times, uh, and he didn't know when Kevin Sheehan asked him about Nate Katzer and the commander special teams uh, coordinating position? Well, now Ben knows. Ben first to report that the commanders are hiring Larry Izzo as their new special teams coordinator. He's been the Seattle Seahawks special teams coordinator since 2018. Obviously, they hired Mike McDonald. We're just talking about that with Sean. Mike McDonald going a different way. Three-time Super Bowl champion as a player. Everybody probably remembers Izzo buzzing around for Belichick and the Patriots. And he's a Ashburn Broad Run High School Native, so he's coming home. Larry Izzo, the new special teams coordinator, which means Nate Katzer, is going to be on his way out. Meanwhile, the Wizards play their first game tonight without Daniel Gafford. He, of course, was traded to the Dallas Mavericks as part of a deal that ultimately brings back a late first-round pick uh, for the Wizards. 7-15 the pregame, 7-30 or so the uh, tip from Boston as the Wizards look for win number 10 against the Celtics, who look for win number 40. Right here on the Team Not Eddie and the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. All right, guys, we're with you on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app as we approach Super Bowl 58. And, of course, part of Super Bowl week is doing great for the community. And in Las Vegas and in Henderson, where I used to live, where my son was born, Rebuilding Together is a national nonprofit organization dedicated to repairing the homes of people in need. And they've teamed up with Lowe's Home Improvement for the 29th annual kickoff to rebuild event uh, during Super Bowl weekend, which of course is straight ahead. Joining us now to discuss live from the Boys and Girls Club in Las Vegas is former NFL player and college football analyst Kirk Morrison and the president and CEO of Rebuilding Together, Caroline Blakely. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I appreciate you guys getting up early for us as we talk. It's very early (laughs) Friday morning (laughs) in Las Vegas. So uh, I appreciate that. Uh, Tell us a little bit. um, I I guess, Kirk, we'll start with you uh, about your involvement, why you chose uh, to do such a great thing, rebuilding together. I mean, I I, I know I've read um, about what rebuilding together has tried to do and has successfully done, but why was it important to you? I think the big thing for me is that you know, the Raiders, the team that drafted me when I was in Oakland, um, they've been in Las Vegas now for the last four seasons. And right. so being in Las Vegas, I've kind of put myself and entrenched who I've been 
as a former player and my roots have now kind of come to Las Vegas and really being a part of this community. And when I found out Rebuild Together was coming, going to be here, I was like, I want to be involved. And I couldn't pass up with the opportunity because I think we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the Chiefs and we'll talk about the 49ers. But let's talk about Las Vegas as a community. And people don't know how this community has been revitalized. And there's people who've been here for a very long time. And so to have the opportunity to help others when it's possible. And then on top of that, the community in terms of the youth and now having sports. They didn't have this 10 years ago. Las Vegas is now a sports town. So to me, I could not pass up on the opportunity to partner with Rebuild Together. And this has been fun. Yeah, Caroline, just, you know, speaking to what Kirk was just mentioning, again, I lived in Vegas 22 years ago, uh, and it was a completely different city. I was there a couple of years ago for the Stanley Cup final. So, I mean, I've seen new Vegas, so on. But with all the great buildings and all the great hotels and hospitality, you don't want to leave anybody behind, right? And that's what, you know, that's what you guys are trying to do here uh, with with Rebuilding Together, right? That's exactly right. So as Las Vegas has grown, so, so has the need for affordable housing grown, and so has the need for us, our services grown. So we're so happy to be here uh, and take all the energy that's all about the Super Bowl and put it right back into the communities that need it. So we come in, we uh, talk to homeowners that live in Vegas, find out what they need, and we bring in Lowe's and Lowe's volunteers. We go into their homes, and try to make them safe and healthy so that people can stay in the neighborhoods and revitalize their communities and be safer and uh, more at ease at where they live. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, and obviously tying it together with the Super Bowl makes all the sense. Um, so, Kirk, you mentioned, you know, of course, the Raiders and Las Vegas. Right. And now we're having a Super Bowl and Super Week again. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> 10 years ago, if I could have ever thought this would happen, never mind 22 right. years ago. When did it hit you that Las Vegas was not only the the entertainment capital of the world, you know, but as Caroline basically re referred to, you know, the kind of almost the sports capital of the world, certainly this week, if not really moving forward? Yeah, you know what? That's a great question, because I really felt that. A couple years ago when the NFL decided to have the draft here in Las Vegas, that was the first time that you felt it. And you're like, wow, the NFL is on to something. And having a chance to talk to a lot of the owners, talk with Jerry Jones yesterday, uh, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Woody Johnson, owner of the New York Jets. This was the NFL's plan. And because Las Vegas is still a up-and-coming sports city, everyone across the country, even internationally, they're all joining in a part of this process. So Caroline just talked about it earlier. The energy is unbelievable because it feels like not just a Super Bowl of, you know, the hometown city. This is a Super Bowl for the entire world to really come into Vegas. It's not about the shows. It's about the right. football and everybody's buying into it. And so that's where I felt like a couple of years ago, they really felt Las Vegas is now the new big city that can host a big worldwide event such as the Super Bowl. Well, and also, like, as we were talking about with Caroline, I mean, you know, when you bring in a partner like Lowe's Home Improvement, uh, you know, which everybody yeah. knows what they stand for. And when you can do good and balance the fun and the excitement and the pizzazz of Super Bowl and Las Vegas, it, it, it really seems like a perfect combination. It absolutely is. And Lowe's has been our partner now. I think this is our 29th time yeah. of doing the Super Bowl with Lowe's. It's been they've been a great partner. They bring out employees from the Lowe's stores. 
So we have a lot of red vests coming out and helping us out um, doing these repairs for these homeowners. Uh, Kirk, let me ask you a couple of rapid fire football questions before we uh, run out of sure. time here. Um, first, for my audience locally in Washington, D.C., the commanders hired yes. Dan Quinn. I'm a Dan Quinn guy, been a Dan Quinn guy, always will be a Dan Quinn right. guy. Are you a Dan Quinn guy? Yeah, I've always been a Dan Quinn guy ever since his Seattle days. I thought he was a really good coach, obviously, with Atlanta. But I think we saw how it ended in Atlanta for him and always say the second time around, what are you going to get from a head coach? And I think you've got a motivated head coach who realizes how he wants to do things. His defensive scheme is really, I think, one of the best in the NFL. And he's brought along some guys. And you got a new offensive coordinator to go along with him in Cliff Kingsbury. So the days in Washington seem to be more exciting now as they go by. He's putting together a great staff. And you got the number two overall pick over there, Chris. How what you yeah. going to do with that one? That's going to be exciting over the next couple months as we start to speculate who the commanders will draft in the 2024 NFL draft. Well, you, you know, Kirk, the speculation has already begun. I mean, I've already done right. full shows this <laughs> week on that. So I'm going to ask <laughs> you, right. what would sure. Kirk Morrison do if you had the number two overall pick and you were the commanders or running the commanders? Come on, man. It's too easy, right? It's, it's, it's partnerships. We're talking about rebuilding together in Lowe's here in Las Vegas. Why not Love it. bring Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams together? They worked there with each go. other last year at USC as he was an offensive analyst coach. And Caleb Williams, the Heisman Trophy winner of 2022. Hey, why not bring them both together? I think if there's any way possible the commanders can draft Caleb Williams, you do that. So I think that's uh, that would be the plan if I was a uh, Adam Peters, their general manager and, and new uh, new owner, Mr. Harris. You know, as, as we're talking about kickoff to rebuild and rebuilding together, I asked Dan Quinn on Thursday when I had him on my radio show, I said, hey, you know, you guys have never worked together, Adam Peters and 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 yourself. But Correct. there was a guy that's I don't know, he's going to be the head coach in this game for the NFC uh, team, the San Francisco 49ers, that is helping yes. his former team, one that he left and was <laughs> fired by 10 years ago, rebuild together. Uh, and that's there Kyle Shanahan. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, really cool. I mean, they um, they've been together before. Kyle Shanahan, you mentioned, was the offensive coordinator under Dan Quinn uh, with their time in Atlanta. And look, they helped Matt Ryan become an MVP in the league. So a lot of history there. So I think you can be excited. I, I've got a lot of friends who are Commanders fans. The D.C. area, a lot of excitement, I think, was going to come over the next couple of years as they really start to build right. that football program back. Well, that's course, my I, hometown, so I certainly <laughs> hope you're right. I hope exactly. you're right. Wait, Caroline, you're, you're, you're from D.C.? Sure, yes. and our offices are located in D.C., so oh, we've been waiting. Awesome, <laughs> we've awesome. Been waiting. Well, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, di I didn't even realize that, so you yeah, know, obviously yeah. we're, we're born doing and good. Bred, born and bred in Washington, so I can't wait. All right, so let me ask you this. Uh, I, I'm not personally <laughs> against the term commanders, but you as a lifelong D.C. Residence are, resident are you. No, I've accepted it. Okay. So you have to accept it and move on from what it was to what it is now. And I think with the new ownership being there, maybe the stadium. I don't know what's going on really with that. But I, it's very exciting times in Washington. Absolutely. I don't like it. You don't uh, like I, it? I don't, I don't like, like the it. commanders? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think it should go back 
to the Washington Football Club. Oh, the Washington that's, football team. That, that's, that was, that was uh, I missed it already. That's good. Well, I missed the Washington Senators, so oh, there you go. <laughs> so, you know. Believe it or not, there's a lot of sentiment for going back to Washington football team, which everybody hated yeah, when yes. they went from Redskins to Washington football team because they said it was yeah. so yeah. generic. I know you guys got to run, but one last one, just a quick prediction, Kirk, on the game. You know, I've been waiting, waiting. I was going to hold it all the way until uh, <laughs> until Sunday. But I, I just think that the San Francisco 49ers are going to win this football Ooh. game. Uh, they haven't played their best football in the playoffs. I think Sunday they finally do. And they bring home the uh, franchise's sixth championship. So I've got the 49ers winning on Sunday. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, uh, I would say that's I, that's what the, the 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 gambling odds would suggest, but <laughs> right. that's what I think a lot of people are picking against. It's the 29th annual kickoff to rebuild event during Super Bowl weekend in Las Vegas, in Henderson, uh, and you guys are doing unbelievable work with Lowe's Home Improvement. Uh, DC resident and native, uh, Caroline <laughs> Blakely here, the president and CEO of Rebuilding Together, and Kirk Morrison uh, with us. Thank you so much, guys, and great work. Thank and you. Appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thanks to both of them. Our big game coverage right here on the Team 980 is presented by our friends at Solo Stove. Feel the heat. All the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. I'm going to get me a solo stove. You know, I, sometimes you like to be outside, but you don't want it necessarily that uh, messy fire. I love my fireplace inside the pad. Keeps your toes nice and warm. Keeps everything nice and warm. Who doesn't like that? And a stiff cocktail, baby! Oh, man, do I need it. It's been a long, long football season, and it's down to one game. How about Dan Quinn, by the way? I went back and I listened to the interview. We have a, we have a minute here, right, Matt, before I have to hit the break? How about Dan Quinn loving? Matt, the head coach of the Commanders calls in. And just fires off a Ric Flair woo. And then Dan Quinn's like, oh, Ric Flair woo. Yeah. How about that? I love that. I mean, first time caller. Who doesn't love the nature boy? And I, I said, well, Dan, you know, you are a first time caller. You know, weird context, but you're a first time caller. You <laughs> gave him the double woo. I mean. That was awesome. That was great. If you missed it, go back and check out the commander's head coach on with us. Uh, yesterday afternoon. It's available for you via the podcast at theteam980.com. Uh, if you just go to the podcast section, Chris Russell, Matty's got it all isolated and cut up for you uh, and labeled nice and clean. Download it, listen to it, share it with a friend, and right at the very top, you hear Dan Quinn doing the woo. Well, he didn't actually do the woo. He just acknowledged that he knew all about it and Ric Flair and all that stuff. Surprise, right? Surprised with what we know about Dan Quinn so far that he would actually be into that and have a knowledge of it, right? Or no surprise, I guess. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. If you missed that and how it played out, again, go get yourself uh, the podcast. So Larry Izzo, the new special teams coordinator, according to Ben Standig, others have confirmed it uh, since the Seattle special teams coordinator since 2018, three-time Super Bowl champion uh, as a player. He was with uh, Bill Belichick uh, and the Patriots. Grew up in the Northern Virginia area, in Ashburn specifically, 
at Broad Run High School. So this is a homecoming for Larry Izzo, and he is going to replace Nate Katzer as the special teams coordinator for the Washington Commanders, according to Ben Standig and also others. All right, we'll take a timeout. Dumb Dumb of the Day. Usually we make fun of really dumb people. Today we're just going to make fun of a dumb general manager. I guess he qualifies as a really dumb person, but he's a dumb general manager in baseball. You'll see what we're talking about next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, wrapping up this Football Friday before the Super Bowl again. Coverage underway Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Greg Hoppin coming up in less than 10 minutes live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. Uh, And, um, again, the game and the pregame coverage and every part of the coverage. uh, 2 o'clock Sunday right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app on this Football Friday on the Team 980. Driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Before we get to Dumb Dumb of the Day, the Nationals announcing their preseason spring training broadcast schedule. We here at the Team 980 have... um, Two games, two games, I think it is, uh, for you, along with 106.7 having uh, many more. But we have two games specifically uh, for you on March 13th at the Miami Marlins at 110 right here. Charlie and Dave on the Team 980. And as well, towards the end of spring training, uh, March 18th at Houston, 605 at night uh, on the Team 980, of course, in West Palm Beach. I just wanted to pass that along. Speaking of baseball, that's how we wrap up. A football Friday, huh? It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. All right, never, ever, ever hire this man to run your baseball team. He ruined the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. He ruined the New York Mets of New York. Billy Epler. And now, you can't do it at least this year. Not that you would want to because he absolutely sucks. But MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred announcing today that former Mets general manager Billy Epler has been placed on the ineligible list through the conclusion of this coming World Series, not because he's a dumb idiot, but because he broke the rules on top of being a dumb idiot. So he's suspended and through through the 2024 World Series. Why? For a violation of injured list rules. He apparently... don't play that. Yeah, exactly. He apparently directed the following pattern of conduct in violation of MLB's rules, improper use of injured list placements including the deliberate fabrication of injuries and the associated submission of documentation for the purposes of securing multiple improper injured list placements during the 2022 and 2023 season. Now, he was, again, let go by the Mets because he's stupid and because he's a terrible executive. Uh, Stupid might be strong. He's a terrible executive. He has no idea what he's doing. He's been given a king's ransom to run two baseball organizations, and he's run them both into the ground. Uh, He was actually resigned, but trust me, he was fired. Uh, Nobody wants him. David Stearns, the new Mets executive who comes over from the Brewers, very, very smart. Uh, Billy Epler, not very smart. So anyway, he resigned under pressure from this investigation and now he's suspended for the year never ever if mike rizzo ever leaves washington there's one name that you should never ever 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 want to see on the candidate list and that's billy up 
And for that and many more reasons, you, sir, even on a football Friday, get our special honor. Ah, yes, this is what happens when you break the rules. The Mets used the uh, injured list 28 times in 2023, just the 16th most. Uh, But, you know, there was all sorts of violations, and this is what happens when you break the rules. You say, well, you get suspended, or you get punished, or you get thrown in jail, or you get hit upside the head with a club, which is probably what they should do to Billy Epler. All right, great week. Thanks to uh, Gary Myers. Uh, of course, once a giant author, longtime NFL journalist as well, Tyler Fulgham from ESPN, ESPN Bet, as well. Thanks to Kirk Morrison for joining us uh, from the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Again, if you missed our interview with Dan Quinn, please, please, please go check that out on the Odyssey app. Matt, he's got it isolated for you and all chaptered up. And as well at the Team 980.com. Uh, just go to the podcast section. Great week. Thanks to all of our guests, including Dan Quinn, Thomas Dimitrov, Jay Gruden, and much, much more. Thanks to all of you for listening live on the podcast, on the pod stream, whatever. Have a great weekend. Hoffman up next from Vegas. Go 49ers, but I'm picking the Chiefs. Adios. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.